3: John's gonna have to do this all from memory. Yeah, not a problem. I've got we've got notes. Yeah, um, and well, okay, if
0: I if i do, I'll get on to what I've got in my left hand here in a second. Oh dear, just just
4: out of shot,
0: (laughs) (laughs) right? Okay, I was
2: gonna bring up the Wikipedia actually. Where have, have I got the Wikipedia somewhere? He's
3: just about to read it all out anyway. (laughs) <laughs> yeah but it, it's got the breakdown of the um plot yes, good, good, program, yeah. yeah, which
2: uh, i pr- pretty much remember totally anyway oh, well, is...
3: well when's the last time you watched it
2: <sighs> i watched the last quarter of it uh, around christmas time because okay, it was well. on talking pictures
3: so I-, I literally just finished watching it and i'm watching it again yes. as we talk and i still can't remember it so let's go <laughs> what? <laughs> what is wrong with your memory <laughs> it's been affected by the Martians
0: yes (laughs) Ross must be driven out of our genetics
2: yes Yes. which one I think at the end we should try and work out uh, which ones we are are we the Martians or are we the normal
3: Yeah. Uh, we'll see we'll see okay James (laughs) let's do it
5: Britain an ancient kingdom with legends of violence cruelty and torment in its blood Join your hosts, Ross, John and James, as they bravely tread where few would dare. Witness their journey into the horrific history of British horror. They are... The General Witch
4: Finders.
0: So, ladies and gentlemen, Goblins and Gulls, welcome back to the 34th episode of the General Witchfinders podcast. I'm James in Bournemouth in southern England. Uh, I'm
2: John Pountney. Are we we recording already? Yeah,
3: we are. We're going for it. I'm John
2: Pountney. I'm here in the south of Wales, which is in the south of... still in the south of Wales, here, where I
3: am. Thank God. I'm Ross in Dorchester, (laughs) after 34 episodes, still in the south of England. And this time, we watched... Creature of mass the pit, A.K.A. were. Get back!
1: Who are they running from? What have they seen? Whom do they fear? There are five million answers to these questions, and every one of them is a shocker. Terror, five million years old, spills into our time to make two worlds collide. What is happening here and now can affect the next five million years. It was what I was afraid of. The thing got a huge intake of energy. The very substance of it seemed to be coming alive. And and you can't see this world any longer. They feel it. They see it. The archaeologist who digs back into the past to unearth more horror than the human mind can bear. The scientist, who comes face to face with five million years of terror. Roni, it's Barbara. She's the one. Get down here, quick! She can see into the pit and knows the terrifying truth. Oh, man. <laughs> He can see into the pit, but he will not believe what he sees. They will kill me. Who? What were? Them.
5: Them! He saw the creatures. They were alive. Alive?
1: You descend into the pit of hell as you share their horror. Listen! I am advising you all to leave. There may be grave danger. I tell you, this could be dangerous. Get
4: back! Get back!
0: Wait! do panic! Wait! Back! Pull yourself together! Right. so Quatermass in the Pit, or as it's known, but with our by our US cousins, Five Million Years to Earth, is a 1967 British science fiction horror film from Hammer Film Productions. Our friends at Hammer, <laughs> a sequel to the earlier Hammer films, The Quatermass Experiment and Quatermass Two. See General Witchfinder's episode 17 for more details.
2: The first film ever to just
0: have two in the title. Wow! Okay, that's good. That's good. Like its predecessors, it is based on a BBC television serial of the same name, written by podcast hero, Nigel Neal. It's directed (laughs) by Roy Wardbaker, who is responsible for such highs as A Night to Remember and such lows as The Scars of Dracula, and the Legend of Seven Golden Vampires. See <laughs> episodes 28 and 31, respectively. And this incarnation stars Andrew Keir, who featured in Cleopatra, Dracula, Prince of Darkness, and, who fans, Dalek's Invasion Earth 2150 AD. Okay, just got in,
3: to, to stop you there. How old do you think he was making this film? I was going
0: to bring that I was <laughs> going to bring out how old people are in this. Yeah. So I'm going to say 35.
3: That, I, I know he's forty-one.
0: Forty-one. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> it is incredible.
2: Did they oh, grey up oh. his beard? Because his beard is grey in all of his films. So mm. did they grey up his beard, or was he really that grey? I don't know, but it's, it's just, absolutely it's, it's incredible, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. What got, did no, he more, live more, through? <laughs> what, what did all of them live through? It. Yeah. That point? <laughs> we'll get more onto the line. Come here. You're a, you're a young lad, and he's clearly thirty five. <laughs> anyway, more on that. Okay. Sorry. Right. So he is in the title role as Professor ba- uh, Bernard Quatermass, replacing the man who was fond of a refreshing beverage, Brian Levy, who played the role <laughs> in two earlier films and very good at shouting, James Donald uh barbara shelley who was also in dracula prince of darkness and the gorgon and julian glover who has been in some little known films so known as indiana jones and the last crusade and the empire strikes back as general viz <laughs> say, game of thrones several doctor who stories and loads of other stuff including being the voice of a giant spider in harry potter which harry potter uh
3: the one with the giant spider in I, right. I think
0: <laughs> he's in it twice <laughs> Whatever. Right, okay. They appear in co starring roles. Nigel Neal wrote the first draft of the screenplay in 1961, but difficulties in attracting interest from American co financiers meant that the film did not go into production until 1967. Mm. The director, Roy Ward-Baker, was chosen because of his experience with technically demanding productions, such as A Night to Remember, its second to mention on the podcast <laughs> yeah. this evening. This was the first of six films that he directed for Hammer. Andrew Keir, playing quite mess, found the, making the film an unhappy experience, believing Baker had wanted Kenneth Moore to play the role. Owing to a lack of space, the film was shot at the MGM British studios in Elstree, Boreham Wood. Cool. Rather than Hammer's usual home at the time, which yeah. is the Associated Press British Studios, also in Elstree. The plot of the film version. Was condensed to fit into the shorter running time. Although, oh my god, it doesn't feel like it. <laughs> and the main uh, casualty being so. Well, we'll see. The removal of a subplot involving a journalist named James Fuller Love. <laughs> great, great Bond, uh, Bond yeah. name. There. Oh, porn. <laughs> yeah, you got it. Well, <laughs> and the, I, I'm not going to mention myself there. And the climax resulted slightly oh. to make it. God, no! Just the
3: fact, you know, we went straight from James Fuller Love porn stars into a climax. So that's that's I like- And and the fact that it was altered to make it slightly more cinematic, apparently. The
0: setting for the pit was changed from a building site to the London Underground. The closing scene of the television version, in which Quatermass pleads with humanity to prevent Earth becoming a second dead planet, was also dropped in favour of a shot of Quatermass and Judd, sitting alone amidst the devastation brought by... Amazing shot. Oh yeah, by the Martian Yeah,
3: But weirdly looped badly like three oh, times i love the
2: loop i love the loop
3: <laughs> i
2: could watch the... that loop forever because
3: it's so
0: depressing isn't it
3: it's a good, it is an unusual ending i'll give it that it's an amazing ending
0: <laughs> yeah right and then it says that the script was sent to john uh, trevelyan of the british board of film censors in december yes this is funny six Trevelyan replied that the film would require an X certificate and complained about the sound of the vibrations <laughs> from the alien ship, <laughs> the scenes of the Martian massacre. How can you complain about that? Yeah. About the clangers going mental. <laughs> <laughs> scenes of destruction and panic as the Martian influence takes hold. Mm. In the image of the devil. It has been suggested that to- uh, Toby Hooper's... Is it... always oh, is it Toby? It's Toby. Toby. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, that Toby oh, I Hooper's, didn't know that. I always thought oh, it was Toby. Uh, that Toby Hooper's 1985 life force, featuring Patrick Stewart, is largely a remake of Hammer's Quatermass and the Pit. Interesting. In an interview, yeah. director Toby Hooper do- discussed how canon films, the legendary canon films, gave him $25 million free reign and Colin Wilson's book, Space Vampires. Surely, then, that doesn't make it an adaptation. No, but no, but, of Quater but, but Quater then he just
3: but then he went oh. on to say, "I just got giddy with it and went ahead and remade yes. a, a Hammer film." <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, fine. Um, three decades on, Andrew Keir
0: reprised the role of Professor Quatermass in the Quatermass Memoirs, a five-part docudrama scripted by Nigel Nguyen and transmitted on BBC Radio Three in March 1996. Yeah, so heard well,
3: of that. They were talking about it because I just watched the um, the commentary. And he was talking about it, and apparently. It's him talking about the events of the Quatermass, the first three Quatermass stories. Right, okay. Uh, But then Mm. they intercut it with news footage of things which were happening in the real world around that time as well, and how that influenced the the storylines and stuff. And it sounds really good, so I'm going to try and look that Mm. up. And if I can find it, there might be a clip of it playing uh, now. now. Then came the H-bomb, the biggest
1: threat of all, and it soon belonged to both sides. People began to wonder, will any of us see the 1960s? My character Quatermass, of course, lived in imaginary time, but the shocks he'd endured could very well have sent him into a long, long retirement, somewhere out of it all, say, in the north of Scotland. And a couple of decades later, he'd be there trying to write his memoirs. An experiment is an operation to discover some... Unknown truth. It is also a risk. Oh. The crater mass experiment, they called it. Not to give me credit, but just pinning it on me. The blame. The whole blame. For every shocking, every appalling thing that happened.
0: And they were right. Now this is what you know, this is me doing my homework here. This is what I'm bringing to, to the table. This is from what I describe, what I can only describe as a golden era. Right, this is a book called SFUK, published by or published in association with Channel Four Later. Now, mm. for our teenage listeners, you'll have to imagine that in that you know the time before the internet in this country, BBC Two and Channel Four late at night were just absolutely fantastic. A gold mine. Absolutely, In terms it's Educating you in terms of things to do with culture, the more esoteric, uh, the more esoteric end of culture. And Mm. Channel Four did this really amazing series called SFUK, which was all about how basically science fiction and uh, British science fiction authors, films, TV, how we are just synonymous with the genre. And it's Mm. and those were the days that you know, and again, teenagers. At the end of the program, they'd say a book in association with this show is going to be published, yeah. or if you'd like to know more, send a stamped addressed envelope to this address, <laughs> yeah. and we'll send you a book. We'll send you a booklet filled with more information in it. Written oh. by Kim Newman, probably. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. He writes the introduction to this <laughs> <But yeah. show>.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> And And I, I, I seem to remember, and number one, this is fantastic. If you go, I highly recommend this book. You can it down. I'm sure it's available. Uh, second-hand booksellers, eBay, etc., etc., but there's a really good bit in it. And I thought, oh, I'm actually going to bring this to the, uh, to the podcast because this kind of something, bearing in mind how inevitably off-beam we're probably going to go on this one, I thought <laughs> this was quite a good summary of what goes on and kind of the, uh, the consequences of it as a, uh, yeah. as a result. I'm quite much in the pit. Uh, it boldly explores the theme of cosmic atheism. Neil mm. chillingly suggesting that man's... Evolution was manipulated five million years ago by visiting Martians. Rated by Neil as the best of the 1950s Mass serials, the last of the original trio, trio had a top-line cast to match the more lavish production values and ingenious storyline. This is they're talking about the BBC BBC version. what? Mm. The assured visuals were complemented by some atmospheric. If strange sound effects, courtesy of our friends at the BBC Radiophonic Workshop, (laughs) which later provided Doctor Who with a succession of eerie, odd, and downright risable noises. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) According to the Quasimaster of the Pit, with the uh, red planet heading for extinction, the Martian sorts preserve their species by implanting their race memory into the minds of primitive ape men, Mm. then inhabiting the Earth. Marginally more benevolent than the invaders of War of the Worlds, Neil's alien scientists nevertheless invested humanity with a race memory of mass culling in their name of genetic purity. This racism theme caused a little friction within UC management. Even Quasimass is affected by this resurgence of a long dormant Martian gene that returns to haunt the present in the shape of a huge horned creature popularly known as the Devil collectively projected by Berserk rioting Londoners. (laughs) Berserk! Uh, Exactly. Not only are the alien invaders already here, but they've been around since the dawn of man. Quatermass in the Pit shows the Martians were ourselves all along,
4: Mm.
2: a prospect
0: arguably far more alarming than H.G. Wells' Red Planet war machines. Mm. Hammer optioned Quatermass in the Pit in 1961, but it was another six years before director Roy Ward Baker commence filming with Scottish Andrew, Andrew Andrew actor Andrew Keir in the in the title role. While the Gainsborough style has been cited as an influence on Hammer's own rich period gothic look, mm. uh, its immediate value to Baker was the experience of th- with 38 films in six years, which he followed with Army Service. 38 uh, making, films in six, six years? Six years, yeah, yeah, oh. which he followed with Army Service, making oh. instructional films and propaganda. Having spent most of the 1960s directing television episodes, notably The Saint and The Avengers, Baker felt more than happy to take on Quatermass in the pit, despite some puzzlement over Hammer's blatant recycling of old material. Mm. <laughs> I never quite understood how they got away with it. So, there you go. That was just my little preamble at the start, just for everyone. Just so going to-
3: you see a lot of um, TV programs made into films in this, uh, mm. in this era. And, like we said, it's because you can't watch it again. Look, we were just talking before we came online about, um, about Disney. And how mm. Disney is making a, a lot of sequels again at the moment with new uh, Toy Stories, new Frozen, all that. Kind of. but, but it's because people will go and see that stuff. And um, they were talking about this on the commentary. And Nigel was saying that he hated the fact that the film's got their names changed in America. He said, because mm-hmm. he said people went to see um, this in this country because they knew the name Quasar right. after yeah, yeah, being yeah, on yeah. television yeah. and it stood mm. out to them. And it, there was that brand recognition. They mm-hmm. said, Every subsequent film in um, America, that people didn't know that it was part of a, a series because they all had different names and mm. different actors in it and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So, it yeah. could, could, so it was one of the reasons he thinks it didn't succeed very well in in the states. But mm. yeah, I don't think it's a problem making a, a film version of this. It's it's, it's interesting. Have, have you all seen the BBC version?
2: I have. No. Yes.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You know, what do you prefer, John?
2: Oh. I think they're very different beasts really because one is like six half hour episodes or yeah. something like that mm-hmm. isn't it mm-hmm. and the other one is a color feature film with a very different feel and it's a bit like the the Amicus Doctor Who films mm-hmm. and the um, they're just they they're enjoyable for different reasons I think the the BBC version of this is very atmospheric and and quite low fi mm-hmm. uh and feels kind of um quite claustrophobic and quite weird. Whereas this is like almost the total opposite. It's quite a wide, sc- wide screen kind of romp. Yeah. Uh, mm. And I think also the excitement of um, uh, seeing these adventures in color as well is one of the reasons why they remade some of this stuff for cinema. Obviously that doesn't stand for the first two Quatermass films, but I think that's a good reason for them to, especially with the Doctor Who and the Daleks and this, and this film as well. It's, it, With the Daleks film, when you see it now, um, because that was on over Christmas as well. I think this was on over Christmas as well. Like the Daleks film, they look so amazing in color. The Daleks themselves, but all the sets are just so like just dreamlike and this film is also a bit dreamlike because it really goes to town with colour and you know the the red jumper that um, Barbara has on is just like so vivid and you know a lot of the colour work is very interesting on this film. I think it's one of Hammer's best films like in their top five films and then you remind me that Scars of Dracula and uh, uh, the Kung Fu vampire thing (laughs) was by the same director (laughs) and you just think what on earth was he just having a really bad week
3: or something i, I, just-, I just think it, I, he was talking about um i don't i you were aware this uh hammer um went into receivership yes. and mm. then they ended up just having to make films in order to clear debt w- would, yeah, yeah, would, would yeah, some yeah. of those later ones be around or was, or was that when it went into like making tv stuff um so i'm not sure what point that happened
2: yeah i would say that's later on because the the i'd say they did like to um to the devil a daughter and they did the lady vanishes and then but that was like 1976 and i think that was when it uh, that's when they were right. they'd hit the skids but um around this uh well in the i mean it's it's mad to think that this looks like such a quality production. And then you compare it to Scars of Dracula, which is only like two or three years later, which yeah. looks like it was filmed for like 50p. Yeah.
3: Maybe it was just, <laughs> it was, yeah. They just tried to cut corners and make more stuff quickly. And, they, yeah. I, they, I mean,
2: there's cutting corners and there's literally making something <laughs> circular. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: so should we talk about the film so yeah so we open up on it reminded me of the opening of the original dot two with with the um the the police were walking down the down the road
2: uh, yes it's a beautiful shot isn't it with the um Hobbs lane and the um Mm. yeah station and stuff
3: yeah and i I just i get it did make me think think, feel uh think a lot of the dot two films with the colors and the fashion and everything it was it was great um And I think it was a great idea to move it into an underground station because, as we've said before, underground stations are one of the coolest things on the planet. If I could,
2: I'd live on the tube. (laughs) It's also my dream subject to do a a long-term project, photography project on the tube. But I think in this case, the set is – all the sets are just superb, aren't they? Yeah. And it looks really lavish and expensive. It probably wasn't. There are some parts, as James has mentioned, the clangers on uh, acid that don't look, don't stand up quite so well now in, uh, in 4K scans. But um, otherwise, the, the actual production values look really good for a Hammer film in 1967. Uh, it looks really good
3: we meet um some workmen who are digging away on a very clay wall, wall people, yes um uh, ex- london clay isn't they, it yeah expe- they're ex- uh, enlarging the um the railway line apparently the central yes. line no less yes so then they um and they find um a skeleton in the wall A skeleton. Is that (laughs) how you say it?
2: Skeleton. 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 Skeleton.
0: Skeleton. It's
3: it's basic English pronunciation with a different language. language. Skeleton. Skeleton. Skeleton.
2: Do they find a skeleton or do they just find a skull at this point?
3: But then they hack at the wall and then it all just falls out and there's a skeleton. Is that later on? I'm not sure. Um. <laughs> no, I, I look,
2: I look, dear listener, I'm not going from notes tonight because I haven't seen the, I've seen this film so many times, but I've already remembered more than Ross who watched it yeah, like you're right. 30 uh,
0: minutes
3: ago. I, I'm literally watching this bit on the screen uh, as we talk.
0: <laughs> as, as this happened, I made note of, Oh my God. You know, this yeah, sort of is a, it's a look, bloody skeleton this a lot. <laughs> right? I think. And again, for, uh, for our international listeners, and especially yeah. friends in Finland, hello, um, this kind of thing happens a lot when they're excavating London, and the, mm. the story that I've just pulled up, it says, this is from 2008, mm. and it says, four skeletons thought to have dated back to the Iron Age have been oh. unearthed on the site of the 2012 Olympic Park. Amazing. Remains, believed to be up to 3,000 years old, were discovered in graves close to where the Aquatic Centre will be built has now been built in stratford east london mm. and they've been removed and will form a part of a year-long local project to give you locals an insight into what the area used to be like yes. so Yeah. so to be fair this does happen a lot yeah yes. when, they,
3: when they were building the they built a new road uh, near me for mm. the olympics and when they dug that road oh, yeah. they found a load of vikings who Ooh. had been um decapitated yeah decapitated oh. the heads put to one side their bodies stripped of all their clothes and just yeah. chucked into a into a hole so they no re- way. and they were all like yeah. sort of like 19 20 year old um Kings, and they reckon that they came over yeah. on like a bit of a uh, raid yeah. yeah came across some people from Weymouth who just took them up on the hill, stripped them decapitated them and chucked well, them in a hole
0: yeah well all I'll say, you know, Viking raiding parties, if yeah. they had a reputation, you know, let's face it, you know, what Viking... Ra- they, the people, the good people of, of, of Dorset, Ross, yeah. Yeah. dare I say, were probably a little bit worried yeah. when Nordic, Nordic teen giants turned up. Yeah. You know, <laughs> on, looking for mead and what, mead and
3: comely young ladies, I imagine. Yeah. I mean,
0: Whatever else. No wonder.
3: Yeah, but well, you can go I, see them in the, in the museum around the corner from me. Right. Right anyway so we we have already gone off free uh, so anyway so take
2: up a skull and it's next to a spaceship
0: <laughs> that's it yeah. the end and um first of all that uh, my first kind of bit note is that as this kind of story gets out the uh the the press headline is Underground Ape Men. Yeah. Which I put either A, I think I saw them supporting the Flaming Lips back in back in two thousand and seven. And also uh, I just thought Underground Ape Man sounds a bit like Ross. <laughs> <laughs>
4: like, That's
2: right. <laughs> or a kink song. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> all work. That's all good. Right, yeah. So yes, and we then get some what I put down as intense archaeology action. Yes. As, there's a lot of excavation going on, and it's yeah, interesting. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Where well,
3: so th- this like the the main arch- uh, archaeologist feels like he's going to be a really. Main character, main character at this point, doesn't he? Because yes. he's, uh, he, he's like the, the focus of the story. But it's Quittermas, isn't it? Isn't well, it, it, it cause, because this
2: is James Donald, who was a bigger star mm-hmm. than oh. uh, Andrew Keir at the time. And he, is, he has the top bill, which is really weird about this film. Because he was in um, Bridge on the River Kwai and loads of the, other films. So it's a bit of a weird casting. I'm sure it's his only Hammer film um but he's he's the kind of rational voice in this film isn't he and and Quatermass is quite um irrational in this yeah. film compared to yeah. if you if you ignore Brian Donlevy's um performances in the other two <laughs> well, films he's you know Quatermass is the voice of like calm and reason usually whereas in this film it's it kind of changes turns on its head uh, now it's um I can't think of his name what's his name in this the characters, uh, Roni, something Roni, yeah, Roni, yes. yeah, Roni, yes. yes. Roni.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so they they find these skulls, and then he he, he explains mm. to the um the gentleman of the, of the press that um he thinks that these are um ape men who were uh, around a lot earlier than than and and he just so happens to have a like a place Paris representation of this eight man who looks to me very much like yeah, um, nice. Tim Healy out of a feeder <laughs> K-
0: <laughs> And father of that guy from that band that the teenagers yeah, the like these days. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. That's looking right,
2: right. We might have to tweet a picture of Tim Healy. Yeah,
0: alongside um, a picture of yeah, it is a remarkable press conference. As a matter, as, as listeners, I'm sure know by now. My background in philosophy and you know things like having to do, I have to teach things like epistemology. So being sure and teaching people about when is knowledge, when can you say that you definitely know, is yes. very important. And you want to be on the lookout for people in society. You go, oh, we know that for sure. And what I say is this is a, quite a remarkable press conference. And this guy comes out and he goes, it's, it's my feeling that this is from around about five million years ago. <laughs> and then one of the press men goes, can you prove this? And, and Rhodey goes, no <laughs> a press conference. It's, I mean, it's speculating wildly. I reckon it's about five million years old. Can you print it? No. This is what I reckon.
3: Print that. I'm a scientist. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But then they find a uh, a metal uh, cylinder. Well, yes. it's more of a cylinder Ooh. in the in the British one. It's a weird sort of like um. This is British, British. You know what I mean? The, the BBC, the, the BBC version. It's like a, it's just a cylinder, pretty yes. much, isn't it? Yeah. Um, on this, it, it looks like a Jetson sort of space car or something, well, it looks yes. like a big
2: um, hearing aid. I oh. always think, oh. or like a big blue orthopedic hospital-colored hearing aid from the sixties. Yeah. When everything was everything plastic was that colour in our childhood, wasn't it? Yeah, it was yeah. like yes, a beaker for yeah. old people to
3: drink out of. <laughs> so, um, uh, Asthma inhalers,
0: yeah, were always that colour. Yeah, absolutely,
3: <laughs> and my blue, blue or brown puffer. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes,
0: right. You um, so, they call the bomb squad, and mm. amazingly, when they turn up, it's just like a normal army jeep, but just with the words "bomb disposal" written <laughs> yeah. on a sign on the front of the jeep, which I put. Very factual, no nonsense. <laughs> very, very kind of late 1950s, isn't yes. it? Yes. Bomb disposal, bang. <laughs> uh, fans of
2: Doctor <laughs> Who will straight away think of UNIT here, won't yes, they? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And it's very UNIT-esque, and and their kind of vibe is very brigadier and uh, and. Uh, you, sergeant benton mike yates and all the gang none of them are in this film but you can imagine they're there in the background well, I just you can love- imagine that they're they're working on a, 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 a the tube line next along chasing yes. the yeti with um patrick
3: troughton's <laughs> doctor or, or kinky clove as he, he would say um so and, and they go straight in there Stop putting the bones and chucking them out. Yeah, where, where yeah that's people. right. The
0: science
2: is
3: gone. Just <laughs> covering just things
2: in. Um, I noticed that the army cover th- things in lots of sandbags and yeah. um, canvas for some reason, don't they? <laughs> yeah,
3: uh, can't, have, <laughs> can't help themselves.
2: Dead, dead in the sounds of sandbags. Oh. Like every scene is them holding sandbags.
0: <laughs>
3: they're going to be doing a bit of business in the background.
0: Yeah. <laughs> So they, they, they talk to the one bomb disposal guy, and he says to him, Now oh, come along, you're a young man. And I put, Now oh, come on, he's easily 35. And I just <laughs> yeah. put people age so badly back in the yeah. kind of the post war years. And I just think, you know, because by 1960s, it's like, Would these actors all have gone through the war years? I suppose so, yeah. You know, and it's just like, Well, shit's interesting. yes, people up. Remarkably. But yeah, there's no way that bomb disposal guy's a young man. I'm sorry. And then. So in the he,
2: meantime, have we seen? Have we had the scene where Quatermass is told that he's losing control of the Rocket Group?
3: So that's well, what happens. They they call up this this department to try and get this specialist. But and like as in every um, Quatermass film, he's being yeah. told that he's about to lose control. He <laughs> Loses of, funding, yeah, incredibly, and he's just and getting thought, really angry about
0: it. And what yes. I put is, hang on a minute. We watched a film where he single handedly stopped an alien invasion. Yeah. You'd think this would give him. A little bit of
2: credence with you. The British you. establishment, um, don't keep
0: care. Keep him on. Keep, keep him Yeah, exactly. And they're That's still not so going to believe him either. What Build no. him up and knock him down, no. isn't it? It's like, oh yeah, right. Okay, yeah. So you stop that alien invasion, but what have you done recently? <laughs> Your last album was no good. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> so this room he's in, is this the room with a massive enlargement of the moon on the wall, which is the best yeah. interior yes. decor yes. ever? Yes. Yeah. And I remember watching this on VHS in about 2000, 2001, thinking, oh, my God, I wish that I could have that on my wall. Because it's the (laughs) the best image ever, isn't it? It's like a really huge blow up of like craters on the moon
0: on the wall. And
3: kind of fascistic sort of symbols over it as well.
0: Yes. Hilariously, they suggest that kind of they like, oh, well, quite a mass you realize that we, you know, we've got to keep things to do with the war effort, the way that the world is going mm. right now, and that we need to get to the moon. And one day Mars, and what I've just put is, the idea of Britain being some kind of superpower—oh, I know—like <laughs> yeah. hilarious it seems to us now. It's like yes. well, we've got to we best help get up there first, along with America and yeah. Russia. We couldn't we could open a corner shop these days it successfully. on <laughs> like a moon base. Anyway, thank you. i got got off my chest. <laughs> um, so this is the introduction
2: of Colonel Breen as well, isn't it? Mm. Who is Julian Glover here? Who's very the good, but a bit Julian young. Rather. Uh, I think he's cast a bit young here, considering, Mm. mind you, everyone else in this film is only about 30, (laughs) but they look 90. (laughs) But um, he actually does look quite young in this. But he's a very kind of pompous military man. He's tough. He's a top. That, that, that is exactly <laughs> yeah. what, I've,
0: and I put that when he they, when they turns off at the site. Toff Julian Glover has arrived to boss around peasants. Yeah, <laughs> yes. Which is very, you know, they, the English class system is absolutely at work. Yeah, there. yeah. He's I'm a very
2: there. First World War style um, yes. Stephen Fry in Blackadder Ghost Forth yes. type of.
3: Sorry to interrupt, Ross. Here, just doing a quick plug. Did you know that we do a range of general Witchfinders T-shirts? Go to generalwitchfinders.com, buy a shirt and help support the show. Thanks. So what do we think of the old Quasimass' look in this? It's an interesting look. <laughs> I'm not sure about be a bearded Quatermass. Well,
2: I was just looking at myself thinking I look quite, quite like Andrew Kier in this film. <laughs> but, um, you uh, saw that uh, hat. uh, Yeah, his hat is a funny little, like, is that a pork pie hat, is that called? I'm not sure. What kind of hat is that? It's a funny little, and then he's got a funny little bow tie and a lot of checked, like, tweed
3: material
2: going on. It
3: doesn't look very professorial i don't think no, i yeah first of all, watched shows that like, i'm not convinced i don't like this quatermass but second time i i i, I oh him yes a bit.
2: he's very the best one is um andre morel who was down to play him in this film but who didn't want to um uh uh play him again
3: i quite like john mills
2: i think milsey is very good but that is an, that quatermass is a whole other psychodrama (laughs) Hmm. that I often have very lucid nightmares about because it's (laughs) such a weird... One day we'll have to review it, but it's so long.
3: Yeah.
0: We could do it in parts.
2: It's like... Ten hour long episodes or something.
3: <laughs> I think it's four get, hour long. Episodes. Oh, if we get up to like
0: episode one hundred and fifty, and people are
3: still <laughs> with us,
0: we're like, okay, we've got the audience now. But on the, um,
3: on the on uh, the commentary, they asked, uh, no, "You know, what would they do? What would he do if he brought Quatermass back now?" And yeah. he said he would do young Quatermass, <laughs> and he said that he would do him um, visiting um, von Braun. Oh. At, at, at the um, Berlin Olympics um, oh. and that was as far as he got really with oh. the oh. oh. <laughs> well, there's I a guess, lot of who in an eye in there wasn't I reckon there? that could be pretty good and something else he did say as well that he like he does he, he's seen as a science fiction writer but he doesn't know anything about science so that's why he always puts in loads of folklore ah. and all and that amazing. kind of that's well, really it's funny cool, you should mention it? that because when we get onto their brain contraption in a bit, Ross,
0: I may be taking them to yeah, task. Yeah, yeah, somewhere. yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, one day that will happen, but I, I don't think science was, you know, the science was—you know—the technology wasn't <laughs> available in <laughs> <by> 1966. <laughs> it?
3: No, but they can do it now. They can—they can actually record your dreams. Can they? It, no it, they, l- can. they can. Bill uh,
2: Gates. Uh, Bill Gates <laughs> can do it by putting 5G into your neck.
3: Yeah. No, I've seen, I've seen, it's really bad video of it, but I've seen video of... Ah, Cleves, this is nonsense. No, no, <laughs> oh, no, no, you the no, links no, 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 All
2: right, <laughs> They okay, can't yeah. get anything out of your head. All right. Look, <laughs> luckily for you, it's all staying in your head, Cleves. They think that the, um, some people think that it's a bomb. It's obviously not a bomb. Mm. Other people think that it's, uh, uh of alien origin which it is obviously mm-hmm. um, but Rony is adamant that the ape men are um, terrestrial not extraterrestrial mm-hmm. so already we have the very um, age old and always, always to me a very exciting idea from Nigel Neal that you've got this kind of folklore thing intertwined with Eugenics and stuff, it's really hard yeah. to put your finger on what yeah. he's trying to talk about here, isn't it? And you think people watching this in the 50s, <laughs> yeah, like
0: the, it's your uh, Friday Night Entertainment, yeah, when you think about the <laughs> shit
2: that's on TV now, when it's like, you know, did you, did either of you watch a thing called Stardust last night with no. um, um, it basically it's like stars in their eyes, but it's more oh. of a sound alike than a look alike, right. Oh. Right, um, and the first guy that came out was Tom Jones, but he looked more like Vic Reeves doing Tom Jones. But he ended up looking more like Fred West. Oh, And, was, and I just thought it's entertaining, but then you think, you know, this, it, 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 you know, back in the fifties, you'd have like Bertrand Russell probably on at nine <laughs> yeah. nine o'clock doing like an exposition on something. Then you'd have Quatermass on, and now we've got like you know, just dipshits and imbeciles. Those values are long gone. Oh my god, yeah, you know. <laughs> and then you have someone like Jeremy yes. Parks and held up as a, you know, oh. paradigm of like... <laughs> <laughs> right. So anyway...
0: So while they are... So the, the bomb disposal unit, they start to sort of investigate the, uh, the alien craft. Well, they still think it's a bomb. At that point. They yes. think it could be a bomb, so on and so forth. And while they're still kind of playing around with it, um, Quatermass says, "Well, oh, what's going on? O- kind of, what's going on over the road here?" And they yeah. say, "Oh, well, they were going to knock down these buildings opposite yeah. as part of the extension of the tube." And they look up and he says, "Well, that's that's interesting, you know, because it's Hobbs Lane." Yeah. And, and he says, "Hob, that was a name often given to the to the devil in, yes. in times past." And <laughs> you think that, that Quatermass, you know, for a rocket scientist,
3: also has got <laughs> a huge encyclopedia inside- it's a well, of, it of the totally occult. <laughs> later yeah, on, yeah. he just he just yep, recognises occult yep. symbols and yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. Yeah, no
0: problem. But that's later on. And so he's a scientist. They did they say all signs. To all these
3: houses. <laughs> okay,
0: so they said, well, these houses were going to get knocked down too. And then he says, well, let's go, let's go and have a look. And then they go inside these kind of derelict Victorian-esque houses, which yeah, were due to be demolished. And what I put is these are prime Zach Bagan's territory, aren't they? We <laughs>
4: that
3: set when he goes in. Except Zach Bagan's would have had a field day What a crossover in this. that
2: would be. But <laughs> no, I would
3: say true. in the, in the, like my memory of the BBC versions, they do a lot more about the haunted yeah, houses and they stuff. Yeah, they do, yeah. And yeah. how like that, they weren't actually, um, because they were saying, oh, people being evicted from here. And they said, well, yeah. they weren't. People, they've, no one lived it because it was yeah. it was so much like poltergeist activity and stuff. scratch
2: marks on the walls and stuff, isn't there? Yeah, and like it gave everyone the willies. Basically, it's a yeah. bit, it was a bit ghostwatchy, really. The, 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 the policeman gets the willies, doesn't he? And he runs off yes. or something. He sweats. He sweats a lot. He's a very sweaty policeman. Mm. Which is most police- policemen these days? I would have thought, <laughs> which is which is a bit which
3: is, oh, yeah. which is a bit um <laughs> like the the guy who um used to go to the place in Stone Tape who you know doesn't want to go in there mm. and, and the scratching oh, yeah, 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 So, so yeah, once again, yeah. So
0: there are scratches that kind of like very there are scratches all over the walls, and we're told that the whole area has a a reputation for being kind of dark and a disturbed area. More on that later on. Um, but for, for now, so having established that and that Hobbsend End may have a, have a darker history to it, and as we said, it's not a case of science fiction; it's actually you know, something older and deeper. So, it, it, but yeah. also,
3: it's also simultaneously science fiction. It, it's is a foot here. As you said, then they pop over to where the archaeologist is um, doing experiments, and he's not only doing experiments about like this, um, the prehistoric man. Digging up stuff. He's also doing brain scans of people and trying to record their brain and 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 record what's coming out of their brains. This isn't now, please. Now. This
2: is about another hour
3: into the film. Oh, is it? it? <laughs> is it twenty-two minutes in? Yeah, it is. Is it this bit? Is it? Bit <laughs> yeah. Is this the guy yeah. with um the kind well, the of the guy later, with later glasses?
0: On, later on, they put that they they put it on him. No, later But, on. but, but, but you, you first see it here. Yes. Oh you? And what I put is I thought. Well, John might may be able to support me in this one, is that I put that this is what I think Magic Alex's research lab uh, actually probably looks a bit like. <laughs> yeah.
3: Some of the stuff that's going on there
0: <laughs> is, yeah. is it's very out
3: there. It's a bit like, like our um, our university um, yeah. studio <laughs> as well. Right. Yeah, basically,
2: it's, it's just one word and that's bollocks.
0: Right, There's a guy called Henry Marsh. He's, he's, he's retired now. He's Britain's leading neuroscientist. Right? And he wrote a, his autobiography. So after 40 years of working on the brain think about that every day operating on the brain He's he's like we don't know how the brain works still he's like we don't he's like we have a rough understanding of it but then he said oh when you ask me about the mind matter problem he says that's like asking a plumber about quantum physics and He's like, that's that's where we're at with it he's like i'm like the plumber i can we can do things to the brain but when it comes to actually understanding how the thing works he's like we don't know right now that's him and he's the britain's most experienced neuroscientist i just love the fact they were just like and i wrote down what it is i think yeah. he says by using this we might be able to work out what ice age
3: men could could think and do and i'm just like how <laughs> yeah. how
0: are
4: you doing well,
3: that well the, the theory they got is that they got a man whose head is a similar shape to the guy, <laughs> guy out of our Same pet and i'm put, <laughs> putting the same thing on it
4: <laughs>
0: ah! and then he then says to uh, when, they're, when they're talking about um, Tim Healy's head but they <laughs> he, he says to um, Roni says to Kratomass well the thing about the uh, the skeletons that we found they fit in with a known pattern of evolution and I've just put rubbish. Yeah. <laughs> those skulls are five million years old. Yes. Fuck There's off. No, <laughs> <well>, it. <wait, wait, laughs> yeah. when, of when
2: is the oldest human from? Like forty thousand years ago or years something.
3: Yeah, well no, yeah, 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 I, I think yeah, there was a yeah. five million year old skeleton dug up um in the uh in the ancient ram in, but the same sort of time oh. they put
4: <laughs>
2: I think he put the roof on. Well, yeah, the roof was 9,000 <laughs> yeah, okay. years old, wasn't it? Um, it uh, have we got to the bit yet where they go and consult the um, the historian about no. the uh, the name of this street, and then he brings out a
3: giant book with, with like, giant writing <laughs> in
2: it.
4: <laughs> uh,
0: and it. Which looked
3: exactly, it was very much like the scene in um, Dr. Fibes when they went to see <laughs> yeah. the rabbi, and he oh, got yeah. out. He got mm.
0: out. <laughs> it's all linking together. Right. I, I always so. love
2: that book. I'd love a giant book of history
0: it, um, yeah, with, with like four <laughs> words a page. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Quatermass says, Oh, you know, might, might they be aliens? And he says, No, I'm afraid not, Professor. These are, these are humans. Mm. And, you know, and he's like, Oh, OK, interesting. All right. Um, but they also, I've just put, I can't remember what the transition is or how we got there. But we're told that um, people who lived at, at Hobbs, uh, Hobbs Lane. Yeah. They often cite, reported seeing a hideous dwarf. Mm. And I just wrote that down excitedly. And I thought maybe we might see a uh, a person of lesser stature dressed up. But no, I no. Was to be there, there are no hideous dwarfs. hideous the dwarf. There, Who would that
2: be, Noel yeah. Edmonds? <laughs> <laughs> Jenny Cranky or whatever her name is, (laughs) Jeanette Cranky. Jeanette, not Jenny. (laughs) (laughs) Have either of you seen the Inside Number Nine episode, which is called something something's um, dressing room? Bernie Clifton's dressing dressing room. that's amazing,
3: isn't it? Yeah. They're yes. all, yeah, they're all brilliant. Yeah, I'm I'm rewatching them because a lot of my cat remember what happened. So. <laughs> really? <laughs> you Ross, just Ross, me, please. Ross, I'm starting to worry about you. <laughs> like you can't remember the film, John. You can't remember you can remember who we are. I've got a too. very full head.
2: <laughs> <laughs> With all the wrong information.
3: <laughs> exactly, yeah. Well, sorry, so we can a t shirt before long. Like, <laughs> Well, we cut back to the soldiers who have now yes. completely uncovered the, um, the the spaceship. Yes, and uh, they, they covered
2: st- everything uh, else in sandbags and bags. canvas.
3: Yeah. Yes, <laughs> uh, but they still think it's a, an unexploded bomb. We should yeah. explain that's what the bomb they think they think it's a bomb left over from the Second World War. Which yeah, just, and the Nazis. They, Yeah, they still find and they, them now. <laughs> d- <laughs> so excited the about saying
2: Nazis. It's the size of a
3: quite is a is large so caravan. Odd? or... <laughs> <laughs> The hell of a bomb. Yeah, it's yeah. about the yeah. size of the thing the Americans have just been shooting down recently, <laughs> and and not knowing what they are. Yeah. Um, right. And the, they say that the if you touch it, you get mm. frostbite. Mm. Um, and um, there's also a brilliant poster saying "Buy British Cheese" up behind You're it. Like, yeah, a good point. Um And then some guy just sort of starts like screaming, doesn't he? No, hold on, hold on, Ross. First of all, I thought <laughs> they do that. Is that you, Cleves?
0: They, they do the most man thing ever, which is, I put, if all else fails, set fire to it, <laughs> right? They, they just decide that what they're going to do is just get a bloody massive blowtorch on it. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> and yeah. again, no, no dice yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Nothing happens, right? And then, though, but in the process of doing that, that's when they then uncover the pentacle. Oh, yes. It, yes. Don't they? they find that there's a pentacle, an occult symbol, Yeah. which he tells us, isn't there? And they're like, whoa. All right, okay, um, and then we get the guy freaks out. Of course. Yeah, the, the, the guy the, who somebody... looks
3: like um, uh, Melvin Hayes, uh, Hav- T- yeah, Melvin oh. Hayes. Yeah, Melvin Hayes is
2: everything.
3: Or Frankenstein, as we, 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 we do know. They, yes. Do they
2: carry him away? Are they instructed to carry him away or take right. him away <laughs> yes. <at that> point? <laughs> Take yeah. him away. Yeah. Yeah. And,
0: the, and the line from from uh, Julian Glover is, "A man like that should never have been on this job." <laughs> Which I thought, what a cockney.
4: Yeah. <laughs> <That's pretty> much- <laughs>
0: And then Quatermass is so freaked out by it, they offer him a whiskey, and then he says the immortal line, I don't normally drink before lunch, but uh, on this case, I will. (laughs) Well, not this version of Quatermass, anyway. Yeah, (laughs) Boozy boozy lunch for Quatermass.
2: Two bottles of good quality liquor a
0: day. (laughs) That's Richard Uh, Burton. So, so, um,
3: so, um, Creator Master recommends they get a, a a a special type of drill. Yes, yes.
2: Bor, um, Borazan uh, he reads from um, Wikipedia, and mm-hmm. this and uh, this is my favorite uh, a character in the film, Sladden, Sladden ah! or Sladden, <laughs> the drill operator who is so, played by the amazing. Um, oh, I can't think of his bloody name now. He's in. He's he's a character actor. He's in lots of films like this and other films. What's his name,
3: Cleves? Oh look, he reminded me of James's dad. I don't know why. I know <laughs> he's
4: nothing
2: like
3: my but dad. He just Flatton. looked. He looked. He looked Flatton. a bit like your know. dad to me. Right. Yeah. Well, I just right, like the right.
2: fact he's got a boiler suit. He's got a tool case. He's got a leather belt on, which is basically like under his armpits.
0: And mm. um, what's his name, Cleves? Come I'm on, looking it up, come I'm looking at. I'm looking at. Come <laughs> on, Fladden. His name is. Okay. While while Ross is looking it up, yeah. um, So they established that they're going to use this very high tech drill on it yeah. and attempt to break it through. And this is when we then get to the bit that Quatermass then says, well, I, I need to go to the archives of Westminster Abbey. Yes. Well, wait, And I put, blimey, now that's good access. Yeah, just yeah, being able to yeah, yeah, drop yeah, a hat. Yeah. I'll just rock up there. Yeah. And what's the per- is that they use a thousand-year-old text like they would a copy of the old yellow pages. <laughs> yeah. okay, no one's wearing gloves. They so <laughs> they just drop it down. Ooh, what does it say here? And then we, we learn that the, the whole area... Throughout the history of London, has always had like a dark edge to it, and yeah. then he's like the, the vicar, whoever it is that's reading the Latin, is kind of explaining this to him. Then he says, and it says here about what went on at the hall, and then he goes, master uh, goes, well, I've got to go now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I have to leave. As you pass on this vital information. Yeah, just the, does he need Barbara there <laughs> to does. continue the research? Yes,
2: I thought he did. Yeah, Barbara, this this stupid woman will stay with you. The, the only yes. woman. Yeah, I've got other things
3: yes. to do. Right. Okay. So he, this, you're talking about, just say, Duncan Lamont? Duncan Ooh, he, Lamont, yes. Yeah, what else was he, he, he in, Cleves? Uh, he was in Frankenstein Created Woman. Was uh, he really? Yeah, playing The Prisoner. He yeah. was in. He, he often
2: plays Mad Men. He's good at playing Mad Men. Chief of
3: Police in The Evil of Frankenstein. Amazing. Uh, he was in The Devil Ship Pirates. Yeah. Um, what?
2: The Devil <laughs> Ship Pirates, right? Oh, right. Well, That's okay. a Hammer film, which isn't a horror film. It's about pirates.
3: Yeah. He was in Ben Hur. Um, Really? Yeah. He was I in... think he's
2: absolutely brilliant in this. And he steals the film. Because the Witches... he plays. He basically plays this guy who they get in. He does a monologue about insurance and how good it is to be insured. Yeah. Then he tries to drill a hole in this, um the bulkhead of the alien spaceship. Yeah. Although we don't know it's an alien spaceship at this point. Um, And then what happens? Basically, they all come out because they're having the willies and it makes um the vibrations yeah, make their, yeah, eye, yeah. their eyes roll back yeah. in their head yes <laughs> yes so colonel breen he's very good at this point julian glover making his eyes go back in his head isn't he yeah. and then he pukes yeah and then it's, like, <laughs> it's something to do with the resonance but then they go back in and there's a hole there and duncan lamont is like oh that's not my drill bit that's the wrong size or something like yeah. that and then and it's like it to all melted. starts to um the wall melts, then doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. It?
0: I just want to point that when they're trying to basically get the drill to go through the, the spaceship, it, 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 it keeps it won't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Won't drill through. And what I put is this is giving me flashbacks to when I had to do metalwork work at school. Yeah, this is exactly my level of metal I can't get, I can't drill in a straight line. Oh, it's all gone wrong. All the drill bits fallen off.
2: And i the just best thing to do, James. Shambles,
0: a, teenage shambles.
2: Put a little. <laughs> Put a little oh. bit of masking tape on,
0: oh, right. yes.
2: then do a guide hole, and then drill in.
0: Bro. Where is the
4: the
2: where, masking where tape, where tape will stop you? it from skidding. I learned that Anyone. doing um, putting a wing onto my um, Austin 1800, Morris 1800.
0: Well, yes. never say that this podcast isn't education. <laughs> 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 right, So, yeah, so I just wanted to get that out of my system as well. That It just gave me yeah. a horrible – and I've just put, this whole film is a health and safety nightmare. <laughs> everything is just being done really haphazardly constantly yeah. at no point can we- they go should we get should we just take this thing which is yeah. underneath a massive urban area should we take it and put it in a lab somewhere in the what, middle of nowhere now nah, fuck it, it. step you know, it, it. fire but, to it but the, <laughs> but at this point,
3: they still think it's a massive bomb. Well, mom, okay. yeah.
2: <laughs> so uh, bomb. well, at one point, haven't they put a magnet on it which slips down, and then they've put like yeah. um, like a uh, what do you call? They've put like a stethoscope on it. I can't hear any ticking. No, no shit, Sherlock. Like, what bomb have you seen that looks like this? And uh,
3: they haven't evacuated London at all. No, no, they, you know, no, they no, just, no.
2: they're all just like climbing all <laughs> over it. But I do like the mechanics and the um, engineering of the drill. It's not just like your, your average hand drill, is it? It's like no. a huge drill that swings around on a big arm that's oh, very like engineered. The, that has to be powered by a, a, an external.
3: <laughs> oh yeah, it's an external generator,
2: isn't it? Excellent. excellent. It's excellent.
3: Well, they, the director said they really needed to make it look like it was something extra from mm. what they'd already done. So that's why they, mm. they sort of souped it up like that. <laughs> but um like we were saying mega drill it that uh, gets makes a hole through but they know it's not from the drill and then yes. we have this um interesting effect where it's it's almost Whee! like um psychedelic a it, it, it? yeah like uh, they got like a black painted glass which they cr- obviously cracked and then superposed it over the top and they, asked, they asked the director so how did they do that and you can see that he didn't know And he's just like well that's you know, that's just like like an animation. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he suddenly goes, I don't like how people explain special effects in films nowadays. It just spoils all the magic. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Because <laughs> I don't know what we did. Well, it was probably Les Bowie, who it says in the Wikipedia that they fell out because Les Bowie said it's a um, special effects film and tried to lead the first meeting, which mm-hmm. would be called a tone meeting these days. But obviously... Yeah, yeah. It's not a special effects film it's a you know it's a piece of cinema, so
3: the wall comes down, and then what's revealed cleves um it looks like uh Lots of plastic with <laughs> with lots of, like, plastic um, sort of um, – what do you call them? Uh, grasshoppers. Yeah. Yes. It looks like a window display
2: from Jap- Japan in, like, 1967. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lovely colours. Yeah, the colours are amazing. And it looks like something done for, like, the Japan Olympics or something. But then behind there, there's, like, these giant locusts, isn't there, That which they – just you, they don't put respirators on. They just no. grab. Is that, but, no, the safety <laughs> no, They just grab them. They, um, <laughs> pull them out. They lie them on sacks because they've got more sacks hanging around. John, and then, um, this
0: is the point. This is the moment of regret. He says, quick, get planks and empty sad bags.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: and it's all four the bits. Yeah. Right. They're all yes. starting to break. Green yeah. slimes come out of them. There's all a great slumber. picture. Chris and is like, you can start like, oh, this stinks. <laughs> I,
2: loved, I love all the little details in this film because it's like as, 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 slime coming out and they're all pulling faces and then... They go and get an aerosol of like something to spray onto <laughs> yeah. them to like, and, and,
3: the le- and the legs fall off, and it makes me feel like I feel like these things just started falling apart because they were shitly made, and they had to make, they had to <laughs> change the um the script to sort of make out that like, oh, all that was meant <laughs> yeah. to happen. Uh, oh, well, but Crater like Mass says at one point the reason this has happened is because of the filthy London air. Yeah. Yeah. Is, yes, the great
2: yes. stink of eighteen fifty eight is back. You got it. Well, I was going to say that Helen and I watched a three, a two-part documentary about the Great Stink on Channel Five the other day, and um, if anyone can find that in Britain, it's it's a very, it's a fun watch where one of the presenters is is um, in bed, and they make him for some reason they have a professional makeup artist there to make him look like he's got uh,
3: cholera. <laughs> <laughs> big stink makes me start up my wrestling name <laughs> the underground ape man the yeah. big stink <laughs>
0: ladies and gentlemen are well,
2: you welcome to the ring i'm an ape man i'm an ape ape man i'm the ape man <laughs> that's I come on
4: man in a <laughs> <What's> <laughs> doing in here?
2: get
3: him out of there <laughs> <laughs> <Et cetera>. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. that Hits me with an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we, we should explain. I'm oh, fighting uh, Jimmy
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> for my, for my now dear departed man, who busted this mortal coil when she was like 103. She lived to a ripe old age, my nan. Um, <laughs> <laughs> local wrestling bouts. Um, <laughs> apparently, if I told my dad, she would get really wound up. Um, and I don't think she ever quite to the story, but I think she certainly would get rounded up at wrestlers. Anyway, there you go. That's that's the story. I
3: am losing contact, you hear me? Certainly would get anyway, they that's that's Okay. I'm, I'm losing contact, you hear me. Are you, you, you hear me you look like weird I can't them. hear anyone. One yeah, second. yeah,
4: yeah,
3: yeah. I gotta have to <laughs> oh. I've lost contact, so I'm gonna... It's getting too much for me! We're not getting you, shout louder! I have to come of here!
1: It's getting too much for me! I'm coming out!
3: Yeah. Uh, so listeners, um, welcome back to part two of the uh, Quatermass mass and the Pit episode. Which yeah. um we have reconvened a couple of days later after Ross's computer has stopped um playing up. And uh why well, am I talking about myself in the first person? Third second, person. Third person.
4: Third person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um
2: <laughs> um, too many naughty websites, I think, on Ross's yeah, computer. Drinking, that's what it is. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
3: too much. Um, what's the name? I was going to say Marilyn Monroe, but it's not her. Carol- Carolyn Monroe. Uh, yeah,
0: maybe. Yeah, too much, too much Vicky Michelle. <laughs> I thought, basically, I thought, I thought he was going to say too <laughs> much. Um, Carol Vorderman, then. Oh, I don't s- know why? <laughs> that's I, only from us to look at.
2: The year of the Year. Se- yeah, se- se- yeah, sexy Sandra's uh, monkey birthday party I thought it was <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I've, can uh, you bleep well, out the words monkey
3: I, <laughs> say monkey now and I'll, I'll yeah. cut that over the top of it monkey uh, oh, there we go, there you go.
0: <laughs> um, although I'm pleased John Ross, told, Ross tells me that he, he did manage to capture the, the now legendary line I've lost contact <laughs> <laughs> I've lost contact <laughs> so I think that should be where you fade the part yeah, one out Ross yeah
2: um it, did, it James you are right it did remind me of um not Douglas far <laughs> Campbell Donald Campbell, Donald Campbell. <laughs> yeah. oh, on Coniston Water
0: she's going she's going <laughs> I'm going <laughs> oh
2: no what a horrible oh, it's nightmarish isn't it when you yes. think about that yeah what yeah, is it i yeah. don't
3: know what you are referring oh, to the bluebird
2: on. On. on the on the water speed Con- record oh yes.
3: okay yes
2: and you can hear him talking. Was it
0: 1967, James? So you can hear yeah, so him it, talking it, it, and then... it, Yes. In the, uh, that really amazing book, which, of course, I, uh, I can never remember the name of, they took... You're going to records? No. Yeah, no I going to No, no, no. no, no. <laughs> I can't, I can't be, I've, I've t- It will take me too long to go into this. and It's not very interesting, so just just plow on.
3: Well, James, we're <laughs> 35 episodes in of basically going into something in too much detail they- and not being oh. very interesting. <laughs> what yeah, was no, it? Sorry. Okay, go away, man.
0: Alright. I'll, I'll try I'll try and remember people,
3: by the end of the episode.
2: I think people like our sideways look at, at life. the um, <laughs> that's one way of at the twentieth century's <laughs> events.
3: Yeah, I think imagine like uh, all other media is destroyed and this is the only <laughs> the thing only which thing. people can look back at the last like, yeah. thirty, forty years of the twenty fourth. Well that's that, that's like Will
0: Sell's <laughs> The Book of Dave,
3: isn't it? Where like society
0: is destroyed and one of the only books that survives is the diary of like this London cabbie. And they, <laughs> and, 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 um, and this society has started to rebuild itself based on on sort of like the teachings of this
3: sort of foul mouth London cabbie. So. I think we're, yeah. we're starting to get a little bit self-important now, aren't we? Yeah, just, right, yeah, just, you, yeah. We've decided it's, 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 that future on, civilizations will be uh, modelled upon us. <laughs> <laughs> right. Quatermass <laughs> in the pit. Jolly good. Um, they've just discovered that, well, the wall has come down inside the, um, the ship and all the uh, badly oh, made monsters yeah, are all, yeah, yeah, all dissolving know. and green pus is coming out of them and... Yeah, et cetera. Et cetera. Smell, in. Smell in. Yeah, so that we start to talk about the big stink. So <laughs> <Is> that- <laughs> that's, what, that's what destroyed it before.
2: Yeah, the react? actor who was made up to look like he had cholera. That was brilliant. What happened and, next? Um, well, basically, you, you, your intestines start coming out. Non I mean, because- cholera. Oh all right, okay. That was a good joke, wasn't it? Yeah, very good. <laughs> I can't remember what happened. I mean, they, spray, they They go and get something to um, spray on the chitinous membrane of the uh, outside of the insect creature, don't they? Just and, like um, when
3: you've done like a charcoal picture. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Get some hairspray on it.
2: Yeah. Well, I try not to these days because it spoils the um, tones of, uh, uh, well, anything really. So I, I what I do now is I put um, grease-proof paper over a drawing, and then i flatten it very firmly with a towel in between to, to try and stop the um the smudging
3: okay Ooh. very interesting. interesting so i i'm watching it now uh, <laughs> so they've taken some of the bits of uh, the aliens back to uh, the british museum quatermass now they're just letting quatermass pull it to pieces with a pair of tw- tweezers quatermass who is a, a rocket scientist yeah yeah you know, this is the only remaining remains of a potential alien proof of life from another planet just let any side just pull he, it to pieces
2: previous with martians though he, does. he in um, he does, yeah. uh, Extra, the
0: extraterrestrial life yeah exactly yeah well, they broadhead must- broadhead <laughs> <laughs> I just also wanted to point out that when they were taking the aliens from the uh, uh, from the underground station, one of them goes, Oh god, it's it's all turning to powder. No one will it will have nothing to prove that we saw it. And I've just written, just take loads of pictures now. <laughs> just you've got a camera. Take pictures. It's a very Did simple it, solution. They must have had Polaroid Did they have poloids in nineteen sixty
2: seven?
3: They must Ooh, have done. You're the expert. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. So then they the go land, back the, and they the dis- land camera as it was called. Oh. So they go back and they just sort of lounging around reading magazines. Go, oh, hang on, there's an article in here about like the devil. These thing- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they they do look <laughs> a bit yes. devilish, don't they? Well, and
2: what is the magazine they're reading? Is it Chat or Bella something like <laughs> that? <laughs> they're always about the devil, aren't they? Yeah.
0: That's amazing! Exclamation. <laughs> 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 yes. Take a break. I pushed cheating hubby into Meat Grinder,
4: <laughs> etc.
0: Or I went on on Stag Weekend with Satan, <laughs> Satan underline.
3: <laughs> Often pictures of people holding it at photographs and looking sad. <laughs> yeah,
2: exactly. I'd love to get a job on those magazines. That would be great, not
3: it? <laughs> that was basically your whole career at Job Jackson, <laughs> yeah, right? A bit like
2: that. Like photographing the future almost. Um it would just be great to go to Blackburn and meet a woman who had, like, eaten her son by mistake in a, pot,
4: <laughs> in a pie or something.
3: <laughs> I always thought he was going to say that that woman who, every time she ate Kentucky Fried Chicken, um, she got, got, got abducted by aliens. <laughs> every time. Do you remember that documentary no. about British um, alien yeah. abductees? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it's on
0: Netflix, or it was on Netflix for a while. Keep talking. I'll, I'll see if you You've got to watch on it, John. It's amazing. It's brilliant. It's Did
2: you do something to.
0: <laughs> Did it do something to her blood pressure? Do you
2: think? Oh, well. Helen's friend Charlotte. Every time she has a curry, faints, and I think, I think it. I think this woman must have something wrong with her blood pressure when she's eating a KFC, and she thinks she's being abducted by aliens.
3: <laughs> okay, so the nice cars get driven up to um, John. So any any comments on uh, any of the cars in them? Um... What what car is it?
2: No, I mean, what, is it a police car?
3: No, it's it's like the, the car which the um the officers mm. drive around in. If not, I will cut this bit out. It's probably a Land Rover or something, yeah. is it? Or is no, it like it's, it's like a um. Well, I would take a picture. It might,
0: of be it. A, it might be a Ford Zephyr or something. And I found the uh, I found that the the documentary is called "Confessions of an Alien Abductee." Yeah, it is that still on Netflix. Good. And have you got John? Have you got Netflix? I ha- oh, I think we've have got it. Yeah, on the TV. It's, it's, it's only fifty minutes long. I'll, say, I'll, I'll send I'll send the link through on the group chat for you. So, but it's it is a it's a piece of work. It also features the guy. So it features this woman who says she gets abducted all the time. But it yeah. also features this guy who I believe because as you know, I'm quite obsessed with people that believe in conspiracy theories and things such as that. This guy has made quite a name for himself in America, and he's like a local counselor, and yeah. he just says that he has sex with aliens.
3: Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, all the time and his mum's an alien and all this oh yep. and he draws Just, this yeah, amazing hands um, like childish drawings of like yeah of- it starts off with with that i'm looking at, at
0: that right maybe we want to do this <laughs> <laughs> there it is are you, are you sending me the photo yes that? there we go
4: we'll
0: identify that car <laughs> that's this sounds like a challenge from you bet <laughs> oh, um, that's a
2: Humber, and it's something like a Humber Imperial or a Humber Super Sniper.
3: I've heard the uh, word Super Snipe on this podcast previously.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, once me and my dad broke into a um, the grounds, I should say, of a stately home in Warwickshire, which at the time wasn't owned by the National Trust. We didn't know it, who it was owned by. And we found a Humber, or a Singer, they're a very similar car brand, in a broken-down garage, and that's a very, very vivid memory from my childhood. I'd say it was about 1990.
3: It was um, part, part of what form of the man you are today. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. So, um quite <laughs> much gets um uh, called up to back to the ministry, because basically they've done a press conference telling everyone yes. that aliens uh, have arrived, yes. and, and the press have gone mad about it, and they're like, you're saying... you you can't just like go out and say this sort of stuff. You know, we, the, the the ministry has gone nuts. You know, Yes and I, my note here is that the man from the government and I've just put why is this man livid
0: at a huge scientific discovery <laughs> surely you would be like this is incredible we've discovered he's like you can't do this you can't this is outrageous there are procedures I thought it's very kind of like late 50s early 60s Britain isn't it everything yes. must be done by the book And what have you instead of going oh my god that's incredible we've discovered alien life these guys you do know, know what James we I wish now. we still lived in that Britain as well <laughs> yeah, yeah fair enough yeah, yeah. Okay, I can see that <laughs> Just say whatever the fuck you
3: want. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, look where that's got. Exactly. Yeah. And to try and get out of it, they then decide that, you know, people have got too wound up and too excited about this. (laughs) So and Julian Glover decides that he's going to blame the Nazis. (laughs) And specifically. Goebbels, he says, <laughs> these aliens could be part of a propaganda mission. I thought, yeah. now come on, we all know that you know Dr. Goebbels and you know total war and all the rest of it, but <laughs> come on, going <laughs> shall do? So apologies to any <laughs> by German listeners,
4: but. <Well>, uh, <laughs>
0: I will send the Tommies. I will send them to crush their spit. I will send them a rocket full of fake aliens <laughs> that will make them believe that they are being invaded. And you're just like, come on. I know they all did a lot of cocaine and what have you, but that is a bit far even for, Go- for Goebbels, isn't it? The, big, on. the
2: Madonna with the big boobies, big boobies. <laughs> will also
0: be hidden on board. Wait, is it Von Klomp? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I can't remember which uh, I remember my ex-girlfriend Whose name I won't mention Her school fate was once opened by um, Helga from lower Hello, Hello.
0: Who is Christopher Nolan's aunt Oh, no way Yeah, yeah, because she she's in Dunkirk The movie Dunkirk
4: Is <laughs> she? <laughs> yeah. as,
0: as, as Helga and, yeah. that,
2: and once again, pushing
0: um, bit, tanks around a map with a long the, stick. This 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 won't help for anyone on the internet. But again, guys, I'll find a picture of it for you and, and send it to you. So I'll keep, talking, keep, keep going. Bizarrely, because,
2: also, um, mm. uh, someone I know, their parents used to babysit for Christopher Nolan.
4: Oh, so there's a web, lot of
2: mad shit going
3: on with this episode, isn't yeah. it? All, all of the all of the tendrils are all coming together. Aren't yeah, they?
2: I think it's it's part of the new world order, isn't yeah. it? The
3: <laughs> I don't
2: know. If, uh, all these people are going to take over.
3: I don't know if um the listeners have realised that this is quite far away from us actually watching this thing now, so that yes. we are being quite. Uh, <laughs> we're are just riffing on it. We're riffing about what on what's it now. On. Um,
4: <laughs>
2: Well, you're the one watching it as we speak, aren't you, Cleves? What's happening?
3: Hmm. I'm not quite sure. Well, <laughs> what happened? What so, I've only saw it four times, John. I'm not sure. No, and
2: you can't remember any of it already.
3: Oh, the the ah. the, the, the soldiers are bringing lots of sacks out. And <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh,
3: <laughs> so basically, they're just saying shut it all down. It's not real. Um yeah. It's it's all fake. So they, all the soldiers it, come out, and, and they've left the um, the poor. James's dad with the drill in there on his own.
2: Disconnect it all. And then they say something like, you boys can all get in there in the morning and have a good look round about the press, don't they? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. just, yeah, yeah, just going yeah, in yeah. Of itself.
0: The, the other mad <laughs> thing about it, and we've got to point out, is the, the two things. First of all, in order to try and sage the, the, you know, the, the already febrile general public who are getting very exa- excited about this, mm. they just kind of read out an announcement over the loudspeaker of the police car, <laughs> yes. don't they? Yeah. Alex, it starts off with, this is an official announcement, <laughs> and I thought again, those are the days where you could just declare, "This is an official yeah. announcement," and people would believe you. All right, people would find- listen. Whereas <laughs> <laughs>
2: Boris Johnson does it now at a lectern, and everyone knows straight away that it's bullshit.
0: It's a lie, yeah. That's and that's the problem. <laughs> that's the di- you know that's the difficulty we're in. So then, after calming the situation, as they said, they go, "Well, don't worry, lads. You know, ha There's nothing to see here. You can go and have a look tomorrow." And as you said, the guy who Ross thinks looks like my dad, but doesn't. Um, and he, they, they, as you correctly said, they say to him, "Okay, go and dismantle the drill." And but we, we then see him. We see his his wardrobe, which is quite remarkable, and it's something that that it kind of stirred a, a, a childhood memory in me. I thought, you don't really see that anymore. That tramps would have a belt that was just a bit of rope. Yeah, 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 and yeah, I thought, yeah, yeah. Wow, yeah. you do thats something that's that's gone. You know, the way of the quill pen. <laughs>
2: it, really? It's, it's the, very the, similar the, to
0: what my dad used to
2: wear to milk the cows. <laughs> <laughs> and on a hot day, all he'd have on was his pants and a and a, um, <laughs> and a, and a, and a boiler suit that would be open oh. to his navel.
4: That's a bucolic scene, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> like
2: when I think back to my childhood now. it it's indivisible from any time between
3: 1850 and 1950. Yeah. I can remember when it was hot, my dad would just drive his van with just a pair of shorts on, but with, with yeah. the door open. Yeah. Sort of like a back. sliding door. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 And I, I, I can remember being fascinated by his bare feet. Operating yeah. the pedals, the pe- of, yeah. opera, no seat belt, <laughs> just bombing around Bournemouth with a child next to him. I think it was on it in a deck chair because there was no, uh, there wasn't a passenger seat. There was a deck chair, which was like never <laughs> smoking the bo- five cigarettes <laughs> at the yeah. same time. Yeah, so um, the, the uh, James's dad is in the putting apart the um, the uh, the drill, drill, uh, and then. All bits of fishing wire start picking up yeah. objects around the place, and, and you the... can't
2: see the fishing wire, can you? No, no, but it's obvious that. You know... I think That's how I think it, these yeah. effects are really good, practical effects, and it and it's very exciting, and I still get great excitement watching this. This is my
3: favorite sequence in the film. What well, really he sort yes. of like doing? the like standing on on tiptoe and like. Oh, Whoa! it's amazing! Yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It,
2: yeah, it's so brilliant it's it becomes become a gibbering amazing. wreck amazing he really the, does so For what is actually to... happening
0: at this point he Bruce? is being sort of possessed and taken over by you know from when we, you look at the book that we were reading it's like some sort of genetic memory triggers some deeply held dna shonky science but uh, you know, he is then kind of taken over and and sort of driven out. Yes. But it's uh, in the film they kind of portray it as him doing what I can only describe as interpretive dance. Yeah, really, he just kind of
3: <laughs> wiggles yeah. his way down but the, where's the wind? So where's the wind but, coming from? Exactly, but then it's also well, it's accompanied a, by
2: a huge gust. It's it's psychokinetic, isn't it? I think right. that it's a, um, I think that it's a psychokinetic thing. That is brought on by uh race memories of these like um these purifying culls that the um the ant like um Martians went through mm. uh, so he's he 's basically got the fear of the he 's got the willies basically hasn 't he and he runs yeah. he runs through uh, some deserted back lots of London and then mm-hmm. into some real street, but the yeah. best bit is when he runs up to um like a tea van, and all the plates fly up, and it just goes mental. And I still, to this day, have no idea how they did these effects. The plates all go mental; and it's brilliant. I absolutely love it. But he, he his performance is amazing. Then he finally, um, he gets to a church, doesn't he? Falls down outside the church, and then you've got this brilliant effect of where where all the gravel is rippling. <laughs> Some very good sound effects. And then he finds solace in the church. And that's where... Um, they serve for Quatermass. That's where our hero, Quatermass, and um, Barbara find him later on, with a very um, photogenic vicar. Richard burton
0: Yeah, very striking eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the guy who was possessed, I put, he is... It's the return of one of our favourite categories from General Richfinders. The... Survivor of a Night Out with Liam Gallagher in the West End of the 1990s. (laughs) That's what he looks like. He just looks utterly kind of drained
2: (laughs) and broken. And it's kind of... I wish I could remember some of the dialogue now because it's like... Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah."
3: The problem is, I can tell you the dialogue because it's got subtitles on what I'm watching, but it's all in French.
0: French. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That's right. I felt it was like doing it. my French GCSE again, watching yeah. that version Ross. Yeah. <laughs> At one point, they had a line. It, it's like, major, one of them says, and the subtitles put three exclamation marks after it. <laughs> <laughs> major! Oh, come on. C'est so que
3: vous avez trouvé?
0: <laughs> I, I know our, our Francophile cousins, you know, not our Francophile, but our, our Franco cousins do like a, uh, you know, an, uh, a, a very animated... Uh, expression but come on three exclamation marks he literally <laughs> just went major, right, major! <laughs> that's three exclamation Man, sure. marks surely yeah exactly. it, is, it is a it is a
3: very <laughs> strange delivery like of this guy's given I, I don't know what the, what direction he was given
2: oh, it's it's amazing i love it Look like you're possessed yeah yes um and then so what happens then They just go, you never see him again, do you? I'm sure. In the
3: the TV version, I'm sure this was a a bigger plot point. I think there was more about the possession of this chap, I seem to remember.
2: well, he's the first one that's really been um, obviously affected, isn't he? Yeah. And then it all
0: starts to kick off a bit. And but I can't I'm just, quite remember how <laughs> I'm going to have to very quickly put my philosophy hat on here is that, is yeah, professor, on, professor, thanks. professor Quatermass gets involved in a theological discussion with the vicar um, and the vicar says you must realise this is an, an evil and Quatermass goes oh yes yes it is and what I put is well it's not, it's not massively evil is it really <laughs> it's, it's just an alien species trying to survive yes. it's not yes. the third reich you know, they, they <laughs> say, mm, in the grand scheme of things, they've just yes it's yes. evil. Well,
3: just because it's 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 made a man with a rope belt do some interpretive dance <laughs> So
4: <laughs> what they try
3: and do now is try and recreate what happened by putting quite some acid- into the, um, into the, uh, the yeah, yeah, and they right. wire his brain up. the
2: machine. Up. Yes, 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 yes. yes,
3: yeah. yes so yes, they yes. wire his brain up and they get him to try and reenact some of the things which, um, It uh, doesn't
2: work, does it? No, but, it mm. actually,
3: yeah, but things start floating around and he starts yeah. doing a bit of like, a, ooh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but like, does it, it
2: works like, on Barbara though, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, He puts he yes. faces
3: like Paul McGann, uh, no, Sylvester McCoy, um, Regenerating into Paul McGann. <laughs>
0: oh, or I was going to say, or like somebody's done three E's on a night out yeah. in, in
3: <laughs> an all-night Fantasia rave. So these are mine <laughs> and James's two different reference points. The reference so, point. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But it starts uh, it starts affecting Barbara. So they they put the um headset on Big her. On her. Huh. Yeah, yeah, and everything's sort of going correct. you have got um, barrels floating around and and wires and wheelbarrows flying ac- around. There's us. some
2: very good. Um mud pumping out of a wall i think isn't there is there like liquid mud coming out Mm.
3: so they managed to get on the television screen which is attached to their head um i I couldn't find the um the clip of where where the people recorded people's dreams on the internet. i'm sure i'm sure it exists um (laughs) um but so that's how they managed to get this sort of footage of what um what this race memory is um which is the the it, Clangers. Yeah, basically it, it the Clangers, looks,
0: yeah. it, Or it looks like some early Jerry Anderson work, doesn't it? Or, or, Very or was early. He or was he yeah. doing Thunderbirds around about that time? So or, so earlier, well, he started...
2: Bible um, XL5 and all of that. There were, yeah, <laughs> there was a cowboy one that I can't remember that was in black and white. Super so supercar was
3: as well. Supercar, car?
2: yeah. <laughs> um, but this was Les Bowie or Les Bowie. I don't know if he mm. is related to um, Dave Bowie, of mm. um, Dave Bowie fame, but... Um, <laughs> <laughs> He's, um it, there's some great effects in this but these parts aren't the best no. are they they're, they're kind of like psychedelic super eight movies um where the ants go on holiday um, yeah yeah it's, yeah it's very weird so they take this, this
3: footage back to, to show the ministry and there's a there's a everyone who looks very like after the show they're all sitting there and it looks to me like they're all just really embarrassed by the, the effects
0: <laughs> oh, I think they're meant to be horrified aren't yeah. they Ross but- my notes I put is in real life imagine showing this to GCHQ I'm <laughs> <laughs> So thank you for joining me at such short notice. It's absolutely imperative. This is a huge breakthrough. Yeah, yeah. Roll VT. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Well... We plugged these wires into this
3: girl's head, uh,
2: and this yeah. is what came out. <laughs> and I think all they say is she's a very impressionable young woman, or something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah, and it's she's vivid, just and hallucinated.
3: Very, and and it's
2: quite. A bare, it's just, an amazing apparatus, but um, you know, she's got a vivid imagination because she's yeah. just mm. a stupid woman at yeah. the end of the but day. Yeah, and and the, the
3: only so. woman, uh, pretty much, in the yeah. whole of this film. Well,
2: there is a um. Sheila Stifle plays a journalist at the start of the film who's on yes. screen for about 10
3: seconds. Yeah. But but basically, Quasimass. But basically. Um, but, mass- but, but,
2: but basically.
3: <laughs> I would have cut that, but i got to keep but, it in there. But, but, but basically. Rapido. <laughs> <Basically. laughs> so. Quasimash just jumps to all these conclusions which is basically just he explains what Nigel Neal thinks, and thinks <laughs> yeah. is, is happening yeah. uh, and, and, if, and that is that is the truth you know yeah. he, he never says anything which turns out to be not the, not the truth um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they just tell him that it's a load of rubbish and we are just going to Blow it just all. Carry up. On. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just
0: plow on as normal. Well, we're gonna yeah. let the press
3: in
2: mm.
0: and then
3: maybe
2: put it on display on the fourth plinth in um, Trafalgar <laughs> Square or something right. like that. Yeah, that'd be good.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, and so then what happens? Does that happen, Cleves? No, the press come in. Um yes. s- some some <laughs> reporter gets really close. In order to write on his pad, like he could, yeah. he could have written on his pad from the back. Like, why does he have to get really, really close in order to write in there? And, he, and I think he gets electrocuted, and then it all kicks off in there as well. And there's a bit of a stampede, isn't there? Yeah, people trying to get out of the um out of the, the... man from the
2: ministry gets squashed by camera, doesn't he? And he's like, "I've got to file my report."
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, and and the um the captain um from. And by straight Back. That, yeah. This is my favourite um, bit, but he can't stop looking at it, and his yeah, face yeah. starts getting... All, all gets yeah. burnt off, which yes. is, that's probably my favourite effect in the it's whole... An, it's an amazing yeah. effect,
2: that is. And that is cut from versions I have seen on TV to this day.
4: that's oh, okay. Wow. too
2: Horrifying... Um, it's a precursor to um, Empire's uh, uh, Indiana Jones kind of effect. I was Raiders
0: of the Lost Ark. Yeah, yeah, Face-mails yeah. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. also yeah. a very strange
3: uh, sort of like overlay effect on the ship where it looks, it starts glowing white with like veins all over it. Yes. Which I'm not sure what they're trying to
2: no, portray. With I, well, I think they, they, they're trying to make out that the ship somehow is alive. And, yes, and it's, I thought that. It's alive in conjunction with the um, aliens and it's they're kind of um uh symbiotic they've got a like a kind yeah. of symbiotic right. relationship the, the 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 brain power of the aliens
3: powers the ship it's mm. not you know it hasn't got a propulsion system that's a normal kind of what i quite like about this is yeah. unlike a lot a lot of stuff you s- see yes it is all quite psychedelic and quite like unknowable and and weird uh like like the like these effects you're seeing now with like veins coming on, on yeah, things yeah, yeah, is yeah you don't really kind of see that kind of stuff until you get to like um cronenberg and things yeah but, and it's that weirdness in like a film from the, the 60s you know yeah. which is and, it's, and they're all
2: really good practical effects as well so yeah. they do look kind of not realistic but they have a hint of realism to them because they're like effectively like painted onto glass or something aren't they they are they're they're not it's not it's not a a, you know League of Extraordinary Gentlemen or something like that where all of the special effects are so bad that Sean Connery felt the need to retire Retire.
3: sure. Uh, I, yeah. He only took that job, didn't he? Because he turned uh, down Ga- I, I, Gandalf <laughs> because he didn't. He did under- understand. Yeah. He was offered Gandalf and he didn't understand it, so he turned it down. And then he saw it was it was a massive, um, it was a massive hit. So he, he took the next job he was offered, and then which
2: it was, was that? Yeah. Oh dear, I I started trying to do an impression of him then, but it very quickly turned into yeah. Tommy Cooper, and now I can't <laughs> remember. Uh, yes, uh, I, uh, so it's absolutely. Pushy,
0: pushy. See, it's <laughs> very easy to go between... It's <laughs> just... Right yeah. It's just... Spoon jar, spoon jar, spoon You don't Orange. only live once. You don't only <laughs> live <lose> twice. <laughs> <laughs> my impression of, of Tommy Cooper sounds like my impression of, of the boxer Tyson Fury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've already said to him, I've told him, I'll beat him in the ring. Oh, come on, come on, come on in here. I'll eat him in the ring.
2: <laughs> what does he call them? He calls them something like sausages. He's a sausage, <laughs> bitch. He's a sausage and he's a sausage.
3: Well, who are we talking about now? Tommy Cooper. Oh, okay. I
2: mean, same difference. They're both big men, aren't they? Men, yeah. What? I mean, the only way you can tell them apart is one's wearing a fez.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought I'd show the kids the plank the other day.
4: Oh, yeah.
3: And, uh, but it's, it gets quite like, you know, them sort of picking up some woman and like looking down her top and like touching <laughs> her leg. And I was like, okay, i got to turn Gosh, this off. Can
0: I just say, this
3: is an ongoing theme of, I thought I'd show my
0: daughters the footage XYZ without, from the past <laughs> without yeah. either properly reviewing it beforehand yeah. or just going, oh, that'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. We
3: well, enjoyed yeah. Claverfield the other night. <laughs> <And> I, showed, <laughs> I showed that to the um 5 year old not 5 she's 7 now 7 she enjoyed that. Uh
2: which one is that the one with the monster or is that the one where they're locked yeah. in the basement? No, the monster. One. I don't think oh, I'll uh, share
3: the what, locked in the basement no, one. No, 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 no. no it's good. No.
2: Is that JJ J. Abrams?
3: He produced, it. He produced
4: yeah. it. He's
2: terrible, isn't he? <laughs> oh, I,
4: <don't> know. <laughs> yeah. I I
2: started reading his um what he's come up with. And I just thought, what a load of shit. He's just ruined every franchise that he's touched <laughs> by just going and not having a
0: plan and then trying to, like, sew it all back together at the end. Like, oh, Jesus Christ. We should point out that there is a massive riot because the energy from the ship then kind yeah. of, as John says, that the the kind of it sets off the genetic memory of everybody in the area. Yes. And the whole Martian thing of fight to survive Yes, you know the survival of the fittest. That spreads around the entire area, so everyone in the W10 area, you know, years before the Notting Hill Carnival (laughs) would (laughs) bring happiness and joy and. And policemen dancing with rasters. <laughs> uh, <years before> <laughs> it just leads to chaos and punch ups. Yeah. Yes, uh, right? People and climb up goes,
3: buildings, people, people jump people out of buildings. Crazy. B- yeah. In
2: the T V version, it's it's even worse because um, it starts to spread around the world, I think. Whoa. And there's a point where um there's a plane flying over London and the people the pilots flying the plane start to feel weird and they actually wow. crash the plane. So it, it's 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 much more. Um, it's Even much darker. more um, uh, obvious. Isn't the word I'm looking for? But mm. that will do. It's much more obvious in the TV version that what's happening that mm. everyone's having a bit of a meltdown, and um, it's this kind of like what you see then a, a, a series of scenes where it's like this them and us kind of um, yes. thing where people have got these telekinetic abilities then to kind of kill the people that aren't like them. Yeah. So you see a guy get stoned by a crowd and stuff, doesn't he? But they're well, throwing the stones with their mind and stuff. Yeah. I put I put down
0: he looks like Professor Stanley Unwin. <laughs>
2: and I put Stanley on the wind stone to death, Leo. <laughs> it's, there's a bit in a pub as well, isn't there, where they're all watching it on TV and they're like,
0: Oh, put the TV on it's TV it. TV on. It, that alien spaceship's round the corner. <laughs> and, then,
2: um, and then it obviously goes wrong. And then everyone in
3: the pub starts going mental, don't they? Yeah. Like, Quater um, even, gets possessed. even
2: Quatermas himself
3: <laughs> yeah. starts going a bit. And funny. He's going to yeah. kill the yeah. archaeologist. And I think he mm. uses his psychic powers to. Throw like a table at him, and yes. and he actually really got hit by it while they were filming it. They, they is said, that true? Yeah, yeah, Um yeah. But, but
2: Professor pro- profess, uh, Professor Professor Roni is not affected, so he mm. he uh, cleverly and quite interestingly he kind of transfers to being the hero at this point, doesn't yeah. he? Because mm. Quatermass has been kind of um, otherwise engaged, yeah.
3: Unfortunately. But but he manages to snap him out of it, <laughs> yeah. Um, and we see lots of kind of like lynching. Um going yes. on and, and the bit I find really
2: sinister is that they're um they uh, realize that they're turning on cats and dogs as well and killing like cats and dogs and stuff. That bit really gave me the willies. Mm. I thought that was very horrible.
3: You um, know, if you f- think of this, and you think of the last quite you know, these aren't like small scale things, are they? Yeah, yeah. He's he's got he's not afraid of sending it. And then everyone in the world went insane, you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but in the next film, you know, it will go back to semi-normality, but <laughs> yeah, not. Yeah, the, uh, yeah. And then, but and people still won't believe him when he says something's going to happen. some The next film, God, is so, the most depressing thing I've ever watched. <laughs> um, so what happens then, please? Uh, well, then we have a mod, a really good model shop of all the buildings. All oh, just I love all the coming down. Yeah,
2: yeah, 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 yeah. It basically it looks like Albert Square is being destroyed, isn't it?
3: Yeah, <laughs> and um, then there's some, some light starts cracking and coming up through the through the um, through the yes. ground of the building. So the ship at this point is kind of metamorphoso-
2: metamorphosizing into like a power entity, isn't it? And coming up mm. through mm. the kind of uh, floor mm. and in the shape of a devil. Yeah. So it, they got this. It's this... not actually very good effect. This one is it? That's no, it's okay. <sighs>
3: Yeah, so a a giant glowing devil kind of thing comes up and they they decide, well, it looks quite similar to what people think aliens look like now, don't they?
2: Yes, all the devil. And I think that works very well, that kind of duality. It just is a bit disappointing at the end that it looks a bit like, um, remember those toy glow worms you used to get in the 80s? It yes. Reminds me of one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you'd have to leave under a lamp for like two days, yeah. and then it would glow in the dark for like twenty minutes under yeah. your bed clothes. Yeah, uh, it looks a bit like that in, the, but
3: in the sky. So then they decide that they're going to the. Uh, what they need to do is ground the energy from that. Yes, and there's a convenient big um, uh, metal crane, and th- this reminded me of um, the, the woman who found to earth, fell to earth the first Jodie Whittaker Doctor episode. Yes.
2: Absolute ripoff of it, isn't yeah, it? Sort of 100%. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. We
3: said have to the chase up there, but I was thinking there's no reason for him to get to the top and then climb to the very end of it. No,
2: um, the- <laughs> he doesn't do it, He doesn't this do anything crap. when he's on this the crane. The, this is the one practical part of the film which doesn't come across. A little man on the end of a crane by moving around isn't going to be able to swing a crane around. <laughs> what actually happens is that it shows the foundations of the crane crumbling, doesn't it? Yeah. And then he falls into the thing on the end of the crane and, and thus what, is killed.
3: Whilst Mass is actually punching a woman in the face. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Byra,
4: laughs> Stop out of it, you stupid And
3: again,
0: for people that haven't seen the film we should that that's Rony doing that, isn't it? Right. Rony sacrifices himself heroically. Yes not, yeah. not yeah. Professor. Quasomas um, is
3: is punching is, um yeah. punching the woman uh, You know her.
0: what a rat sounds like I'm stupid like. woman <laughs>
3: <laughs> and then a lot
2: of angry men in uh, and Nigel Neal's
0: uh... oeuvre, <laughs> yeah. And and the end. And well, yes, it leaves. But it's not very quite kind of... the end
2: because mm. <laughs> you're left as we as we started with with this um, sequence, this um,
3: weird loop, Ooh.
2: weird loop of them stood with very 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 depressing music by Tristram Carey, which doesn't sh- really tie in with any of the other music in the film. And then with, like, London on fire behind them, um, and, like, sirens and stuff. Is there sirens? And things like that. And, like,
3: f- fire sound effects. And it, it's basically like, wow, that's a really... But it's not quite long <laughs> enough for the titles they got, so they have to... No. So they have to loop it. But <laughs> that's what I like about the loop, is that it's like it's almost like a, an art installation that it's
2: it's just... It could go on forever. Is that, is that infinite, that loop at the end of the film? <laughs> is, is that the end of the Quatermass universe yeah. that just happens yeah. that they're just stuck on loop forever? And, 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 and are they the only two people who survived? Yeah, well, exactly, because yeah. it doesn't really explain that Oh, everyone's fine now, does it? Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. There's, like... there's
0: no coda, as with so yeah. many of the films he watched. Yeah, there's yeah, no yeah, yeah. Or... Yes. And then afterwards, there
2: is no afterwards. That's what I always love about a Hammer film, that it's like, right, end. okay, guys, yeah, we're, uh, it's 10 seconds over 90 minutes. I'm sorry, you're going to have to lose the bit that says, you know, everyone's fine. Yeah. I, I think we'll just put the end <laughs> on at the end and just cut that, it there, you know. Yeah.
3: Hi, it's Ross from the General Witchfinders. Did you know that I also do another podcast with my friend David? Hello. Well, no, I heard phones before that. You're not taking this seriously, Ross. David and I do our own supernatural research and investigations in our home county of Dorset. So, if you think that's up your street, why don't you give it a listen? It's Dark Darset. D-A-R-Z-E-T. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts.
4: It's not <laughs> now.
3: <laughs> so, thoughts. What do we think of Quasimass in the Pit? hammer version well i absolutely obviously i loved
2: it so i'm not gonna no one's gonna expect me to say anything different are they
3: <laughs> so what, what are you gonna give it out of five then john what ah oh there we go i'm gonna have to get all so of... what
2: have we got we've got the road
3: yeah. oh, yeah. hang on hang on hang on hang on i have to get the bloody i should have this ready google drive
0: We've got the road Just up Don't there let there daylight me. in on magic. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> Explain
3: our secrets. <laughs> yeah. Don't read out the address where people can put their own scores in. Well, like, yeah,
0: I would.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, what, what do you want to know? The, your highest scoring things, yeah? Yeah, three. What's my top three? John's top three are... Uh, well... You've given loads of things five. Saffron, <laughs> Steel, Stone, Tapes, the Stellar, Rise of Dracula, Dead of Night, the Omen, Earth, Die Screaming, the Reptile, the Signalman, and Night and the Road. You've given all of those fives. <sighs> so it's got to be a five, isn't it? Well, it's, yeah, it's a five. It's a five.
4: Yeah. But
2: it's like, uh, it's one of the lower echelons of five. For me, I think the top top echelon is the road. Mm. And then I think it, 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 it comes down from that then. So but suff- I, it's a, a str- it I mean, it's, it's a very strong showing for Nigel Neal in in
3: general, isn't it? Really? Mm, yeah. Um, for me, yeah. I I think I preferred the the, the BBC version of yeah. it. Mm. Um, just because it's more episodic. Um, I think I was able. I think I did watch it not all in one sitting, and yeah. I felt like each episode kind of like. Tackled a different idea and a different element of it, whereas I feel like when it was put in the into the movie, a lot mm. of these things is like, well, then this happened, and it's like, well, hang on, look, these don't feel like they're they're uh, related to each other. And I feel I, so it kind of has that sort of leftover from the episodic side of things. Mm. Um, and I feel like if I hadn't watched the original and hadn't done some research of it, I think I would have struggled to work out what the hell happened at the end. I think it, yeah, I think it just all went very confusing. Um, but saying that again, talking to you guys about it has, has improved my th- thoughts of it. And mm-hmm. also just watching, <laughs> watching some of those effects at the end with, with no sound on and, and just, you know, taking in mm. you, the actual craft of the, the filmmaking at the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, I think like some of the, um, you know, the devastation and the, um, the, the, the uh, the tube station coming down and the crowds of people and the and the the, the mob fight that's better than anything I've seen in a in a, a Hammer horror yet. It's mm. really
2: good for a Hammer film. Yeah, I think, it's
3: yeah. you you, know, you did imagine some of that production values in a, a, a Dracula film, which yeah, you'd yeah. it, be great. <laughs>
2: imagine having more than three extra- extras extra. in <laughs> <and> Dracula.
4: <Yeah. laughs>
3: so I'm gonna we're
2: gonna <laughs> storm the castle. All three of us.
0: <laughs>
3: Um, we'll take so it give, on a road I'm giving basis. it a free. I'm giving it a free.
0: <laughs> yeah.
3: <clears throat> really? Yeah. James, what, what are you thoughts? And also,
0: I've got to say, before you even said uh, it, Ross, I thought I'm probably going to say a three, because, you know, going right back to the start of the episode, which seems like days ago <laughs> 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 Sorry, I couldn't resist uh, the, When we did that, I and mean, you know, when I read that thing in, in SFUK, and you do think, once again hats off to Nigel Neal, hero of the podcast but it's a, it, there's some really interesting ideas there Yeah, so, the ideas and, and that, are amazing And for, you know, for bearing in mind you know, he wrote that in the 50s, the whole kind of humans have been created by an alien life or you know that has gone on to be such a rich vein of uh it's basically the and, entire run of the x files files exactly <laughs> that exactly that and in that in the book john it says that when the x files came started up loads of people said oh this is really nigel neal-esque oh, and really? apparently they, and apparently they did approach him and said would you write some episodes wow. for us and he said and he's and he said he wasn't interested he said he didn't like it. He found them both very boring.
2: <laughs> he absolutely hated Doctor Who as well. As well, In, yeah, in yeah. the 60s. And he, yeah. and he, and he famously slagged off Doctor Who. So quite a crabby, um,
0: yeah. unusual yeah. fellow, I think, in, in real life. Yeah. And then the book also goes on to say that it's a very, very similar plot. to so Nigel, Nigel Carpenter. Oh, my God. Um, so John Carpenter's Prince of Darkness. Yes, it's exactly, and apparently at the time, it's kind of like uh, it was. Uh, Carpenter wrote the script under a pseudonym, that, which is a nod to, like, su- yeah. I think he said, "Oh, it, the script by somebody Quatermass and things yeah, like yeah, that." Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. I think it's, um, so. I think one of the character names or one of the credits
2: in um, uh, the fog is like Quatermass or something yeah. as well. Yeah. So I think John Carpenter is like a mega fan. Yes, yeah, um, yeah, you can
0: see um, um, So, so once it's again, very, for the
2: influence Prince of darkness is very similar it, 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 on a surface view. Otherwise, it's quite different. But um,
3: so, do you, what do you think? Do you prefer this to the Quasimaster two? Me, uh, I, I oh, both. For I, the, you. Oh. I prefer Mass two. I think.
2: I think they're so different that it's hard
0: to. It's, it's not a real compare and contrast, is yeah, it? Yeah, well? it's it's hard to compare them because they're so different, and one is. The black and white one is such fun. Mm.
2: You know, Mm. Sid James being machine gunned (laughs) behind (laughs) a a, a bar. You know, that's, yeah. So you can't really compare them. I think this one, I don't know, actually. I was going to say, this one is played more seriously, but that doesn't mean I don't think the other one is played Mm. uh, unseriously. I just think it's a different. The other one is a lot more rocket ships and, and... I've never, many, I've never seen the first
3: one. I've never seen...
2: Oh, that's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one's amazing. Uh, we should do that one as well, because yeah. that one is... Um, uh, you just look at someone like um, Val Guest, who was the director, mm. and you think of all the things he did. He did quite a mass, and he did, like, Confessions of a Window Cleaner or something yeah. like that. Yeah. And it's like, um, what a mad... I, I would love to have a career t- trajectory like that, because I think that that shows that you're really, like, adept at doing stuff. Um, I think that's just really interesting. Whereas, see, whereas like, we
3: can see this director isn't adept at doing stuff because he did a load of, sh- <laughs> a load of old shit after this.
2: <laughs> well, A Night to Remember is amazing. Yeah, and, and well, then,
3: he, he mentioned it about 20 times in his commentary. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But then, otherwise,
2: it's just like, you know, just... Um, hammering out a load of, that that isn't a um deliberate uh pun but hammering out a load of old shit otherwise isn't it really i'm yeah. sure he's a, he was a lovely man if his family are listening
3: right i don't think we got time to do um something horrific because okay we this is this is going to be a two-hour episode because we oh, did an hour before and an hour yeah, yeah. now so okay, well, all fine. i've done
2: is rewatch count magnus and um okay cool. uh, Read a few stories I've read
3: before. Okay. So we will do a, uh, we will do a, um, Suffolk horrific next week, people. Um, next week, people. Next time. <laughs> <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> I I'll say again. We will do Suffolk horrific next, um, time. we will do Suffolk yes. horrific next time, uh, listeners. Um, <laughs> this has been a bumper episode already, but we can reveal what we're going to watch next. So I've got a question for you guys. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Is that the, just the two of us or the listeners? Uh, uh just, just, the real people here, the two my co hosts. You're right, right No, I'm very tired.
0: He's a whole quiche shop. A I he needs
3: a poo. <laughs> I need the <a> quiche poo. <laughs> so, next up, we have yeah. a, a big Chris Lee um,
0: uh, no. film,
3: which uh, a lot of people are missing. um Chris Lee um, in our thing. So, we were going to watch The Mummy from 1959, right? But we've had <laughs>
2: just, just a, watched the action bits
3: we've had a lot of um a lot of uh activity on twitter of people mm. trying to get us to watch the shout which uh, is yes. something which has been on our yes. um list since our the very, very first list. episode so yeah. what shout, do you want to do do you want to watch the shout, shout, shout or the mummy next
2: well i saw
3: someone say on twitter that
2: um shout this? uh ennis main is a big
3: is very influenced by um the shout so i think we should do the shout okay so sorry to people we promised a bit of chris lee next he will come we will Oh, there's plenty there's always more chris lee but we
2: did 200 films so
3: we would do the shout next time yes
2: brilliant (laughs) okay and then we'll do that spanish film he did where he wasn't there when they were filming the bits with the lesbians (laughs) and stuff okay everyone He didn't know they were filming those bits. Like, Is that the Marcus the thing? <laughs> yeah, he, you know, he did the monologue. He went home. He took the money, then they made the rest of the film. And it was lots of lesbians on on a sun lounger. Uh,
3: I can't remember what it's called. Okay, until until next time. <laughs>
0: well, thank you everyone for listening. As much. always, we appreciate it. Enjoy. Um, Love, light, like, and stay peace. Stay safe everyone. until next time. Happy day. <laughs> you
5: have been listening to the General Finders Support the show and continue the conversation at Patreon.com forward slash General Witchfinders. Subscribe and spread the word at GeneralWitchfinders.com. Farewell, and don't have nightmares.
3: Well, I've just eaten a, a family-sized quiche. So that's all really good. Oh, what? <laughs> he did. That's what he was doing when my I came quiche. on, John. Yeah. I said, what are you doing?
0: And He's eating oh, eat my quiche. Well, I'm not having anything with quiche. it. Yeah. Fine. I'm <laughs> not having anything
2: with it. No. <laughs> just just your entire A-ish. week's worth of uh, saturated
4: <laughs>
3: fat in one like sitting. I'm trying to build muscle, John. I need lots of eggs. Oh, are you? <laughs> <laughs> it's that, did you get that from... Um, Big Daddy. Uh,
2: um no uh, Nigel Ben's son was um <laughs> banned from boxing because um he tested positive for some kind of um uh drug which is which pregnant women take to to mm. um incre- increase their blood flow or something, but he's successfully proven that he, he he um before this fight that he took the test for he was eating t- lots of eggs yeah and apparently like. Um, this same drug is found in eggs. So um, yeah,
3: that's probably the, that was it.
2: <laughs> I, like how many eggs he must have been trying to eat? Like Cool Hand Luke. Maybe he was like <laughs> he was eating like twenty-five hard-boiled eggs in one go or
3: something. Yeah, it's what you It, yeah. it? What, so they, they came up on the news. You were that. They, um, they they're making this faddy weight loss injection, which is really popular in Hollywood, available on the NXT. NH- oh, yes, yeah. I've seen. Yeah, and yeah, And I was like, yeah. oh, fuck, where do I get this from? And then I just skim yeah. uh, skin parcel the side effects. Come on, come on, yeah, come on. Yeah, where can yeah, I? How can yeah. I get it? How can I get it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyway. Little make, what does, my does it make you
2: do? just makes you shit out all your fat,
3: doesn't it? Oh, I do that anyway. Okay, I'm, I'm losing contact. Do you hear me? Yep.
4: Yeah.
3: <laughs> Okay, I'm losing contact. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? I can't hear anyone. One second. I'm going to have
4: to... I've lost contact, so I'm going to...